This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omiyal Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. I hope you're all having a fantastic afternoon. Feeling energized? It is still the beginning of the week, so there is still some time for us to have that dip in energy but we have a lot of stories to share with you about what is happening in the tech world because right here in the uae nyu university in abu dhabi and mubadala healthcare are working together to develop a reusable n95 mask this mask is based on the 3d printing technology that has always been known to be very cost effective and very sustainable how does this mask look like and what features does it have all those details are going to be coming up in just a few moments but around the world singapore is planning to use wearable vice tracking virus tracking devices for all of its citizens are applications not good enough are contact tracing apps not doing the job these details are going to be discussed in just a few moments If you have a dog, you might want to change up your mind to getting a robot dog because robot dogs, A, are very, very clean, (laughs) don't need to be taken out multiple times during the day, but also are helping out in the fight against COVID-19 because we're going to be talking about a robot dog that is warning choppers in Thailand to keep hands virus free. He's reminding them to constantly use their sanitizers and to keep social distancing. But what does this dog look like? All those details are going to be coming up. In our Apps All Around segment, we're going to be telling you all about how you can preserve your memories on Facebook. If you've ever had a lot of pictures on Facebook, but none of them are found on your hard drive, on your hard disk, or on any medium that you can keep for years and years ahead, I'm going to be telling you about a very quick way that you can use on Facebook to transfer all of your photos and videos to Google Photos, especially if you want to go ahead and delete all your embarrassing photos off of Facebook for good. In our Gadget of the Day segment, we're going to be telling you about the best gadgets for all employees who are returning to work after the COVID-19 lockdown. Restrictions have been eased, but our safety measures have not been eased. What can you do to help protect yourself? All those details and more are going to be coming up in just a few moments. So make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to be coming back to discuss all that's happening in the tech world. Pulse95 Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. Big news is happening in the UAE in terms of using 3D printing in the healthcare sector because NYU Abu Dhabi is working with Mubadala Healthcare to create 3D printed N95 masks. This is big news because these masks are going to be much better for the environment while still providing all of us the same level of protection. This collaboration is part of an effort that is being done to find solutions to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and to find solutions that are also sustainable because we don't want to hurt Earth as we're trying to protect ourselves. These new 3D printed masks will be very similar to the top rated N95 masks 
that we constantly find people wearing. However, the difference is that these masks are going to be reusable and they're going to be coming with replacement filters. The 3D printed prototype are all designed to meet the performance standards of the N95 masks. So you're not going to be risking any difference in the quality. However, they are going to be enhanced by the fact that the new design will enable these masks to be sterilized and reused with removable replaceable filters. The, the N95 masks that we all see you know, being worn around, the only issue with them is they're only good for one use. So the minute you use them for one outing, let's say, they have to be thrown immediately after. But if we were to incorporate those 3D printed prototypes, you can have replaceable filters within these masks. These filters typically would catch up to all of the molecules that are coming out whenever you're exhaling and they're filtering all the air that you are inhaling. Now, the prototypes are currently being tested in non-live conditions by the Cleveland Clinic in Abu Dhabi. And after receiving all the feedback about those designs, the university, the New York University in Abu Dhabi will be optimizing the design of the masks and getting them printed. The digital design that was being worked on at the New York University was actually turned into a physical prototype in less than 48 hours. And that's exactly the biggest advantage of using 3D printing. It's the fact that it's super fast, you know, the speed it has for moving from a simple idea that is designed digitally to a finished product, to a prototype that you can actually, you know, hold in your own hands completely alive in front of you is very short. The idea behind 3D printing is that you actually are creating a physical object from a digital design layer by layer. And this allows us to produce much more complex shapes using lo a lot less material than the traditional manufacturing method. So it actually is very sustainable to the environment. In the medical field, 3D printing has been enabling a lot of doctors to work a lot faster than they ever were before. And what's amazing about it is that these masks that are being created, they can actually be personalized to fit the need of every doctor. We've seen it before with 3D printed masks. What's amazing about it is you can actually mold the mask to fit the role of a doctor who needs to wear this mask, you know, plus 12 hours every day, or to fit the role of a police officer who is out in the streets patrolling on a day-to-day -day basis in the heat under very high temperatures right here in the UAE. So the factor that you can actually go ahead and mold the mask to fit each and every frontline worker's needs is what makes it very unique. Now, the benefit of the 3D printed mask as well is that it actually multiplies the life of a hospital's existing stock of surgical masks by four times. So instead of using four times more surgical masks, you're using a lot less using these 3D printed masks. Now, the products that are created by the printer are also very low cost. And the amazing part about it being low cost is the fact that it's important when it comes to countries that are struggling in poverty and remote areas because there are areas in the world where the road infrastructure is just too bad to deliver medical equipments. So having a 3D printer makes it a lot easier they can go ahead and print all the necessary equipment in those villages without having to regularly transport them. 
and the pricing of a 3D printer compared to the amount of products that you are getting out of that 3D printer is honestly uncomparable. We've also seen other gadgets being 3D printed in the healthcare industry nowadays from ventilators, we've seen tech giants, we've seen automotive companies like Volkswagen actually planning to use 3D printing to produce ventilators for hospitals. Right here in Sharjah, we've seen the University of Sharjah actually 3D printing ventilator uh, pieces that would help doctors make you more use out of a single ventilator by adapting it to multiple patients at one time. Um, we've also seen 3D printing being used in precautionary measures. And, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily like to wear ma- gloves and to help compensate for that. We've been seeing a, a lot of those who own 3D printers creating products that are helping us um, limit and minimize the touch of the surfaces that we tend to come across on a day-to-day basis. One product I've seen right here in the UAE is actually called Mesca. It is a little tool that helps you push buttons and keypads from elevator buttons um, to even the handle of your car door. You can simply attach it and there you go, you have it done without actually wearing a glove and we're going to be talking about it in just a few moments but let's move around the world because singapore is actually planning to give a wearable device that is going to identify people who have interacted with carriers of coronavirus to each of its 5.7 million residents so we're completely moving away from using contact tracing applications in Singapore. This could actually become one of the most comprehensive contact tracing efforts that have ever been done globally because this small device can be worn on the end of a lanyard or even carried in a handbag. But Singapore will be rolling out the device very soon, which actually does not depend on a smartphone. And it is considering to distribute it to all of its citizens. So it's not only being used for those who are in quarantine so that they're constantly monitored, but rather they are monitoring all of its 5.7 million citizens. Testing of the small devices is completely different than any of the earlier smartphone-based systems that it was using. But it's still creating a lot of privacy issues and concerns about how this technology will be used in the future. This move is actually very interesting because earlier, since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in Singapore, they were actually using the Trace Together application, which is very similar to the Al-Husan app right here in the UAE. But they had a lot of problems with the application, especially those who had it installed on their iPhones, on any Apple device, because... Uh, Apple's operating system actually suspends any Bluetooth scanning whenever the app is running in the background. And even though the Singapore government was actually trying to have a lot of discussions with Apple to try and fix the issue, the issue was not fixed. And this is exactly why they decided to move to using wearables instead of applications, which is another signal that Singapore might not be considering to adopt any of the contact tracing technologies that Apple and Google are actually releasing they released it earlier this month and uh, they actually had a lot of restrictions a lot of concerns again about privacy but i don't think singapore is going to be using it anymore because the government did say that they wanted to roll out this device and try and give it out to all of its citizens so that having a simple wristband with a bluetooth chip a could be a lot cheaper to give out to every citizen and b is a lot more trustworthy when it comes to tracking every citizen Questions still arise about how private such technologies could be. And we're definitely going to keep you up to date with all that arises from these stories. But coming up, we still have a lot more in store. 
on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you all about a robot dog that is helping keep Thai shoppers away from each other and reminding them to use hand sanitizer. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're You're listening listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. For all dog owners, I have a quick question. I'm I'm actually very concerned whether this story that I'm going to be telling you about will change your mind about if you're still up for taking care of your own puppies or dogs back at home. Because we've seen dogs that, par- that bark. We've seen dogs that have to constantly be taken out on walks. But a dog that does not bark and also helps out in the fight against COVID-19, I feel like this is a win-win situation. Because in Thailand, there is one robot dog named K9 that is helping out in the fight against this pandemic. This robot is dispensing hand sanitizer to all the children and wary shoppers that are moving around in their malls. Now that a lot of the restrictions have been eased down and all the isolation measures have been relaxed, this robot is trying to prevent the spread of the coronavirus disease whenever shoppers are outside in malls. Now, Thai malls are actually taking as the kingdom relaxes virus restrictions. However, they're also using a high-tech hound dog that is controlled using 5G. Now, we've talked about 5G a lot of the times before. It's It's been the hype um, that we're all waiting on. But this technology is promising super-fast internet speeds with immediate reaction times that is still in the initial stages of being rolled out in Thailand. Now, mimicking a very excited puppy, K9 is doing just like what a normal puppy would do. He roams around the popular Central World Mall in downtown Bangkok, drawing the attention of all those children who are eager to get gel from a bottle attached to its back. Sanitizers have become the new accessory in our handbags. You know, you can't really leave the house without a sanitizer in your bag or in your hand. But having a sanitizer become attached to the back of a dog, this is a new one. But this is actually very convenient for those who are wanting to get their children more and more into using sanitizers because having it become more or less displayed throughout a robot dog is definitely the way to go. It's very convenient for people to wash their hands just like a preventative measure. However, when you're outside in the mall, you don't necessarily always have access to the bathroom. And that's exactly why it's been very beneficial in Thailand to have canine the dog moving around and giving out the sanitizer to all the children and the wary shoppers out there. Um, K9's technology is very advanced. As, as I mentioned, he can use the 5G technology and communicate with the servers in real time. But this dog is also capable of checking your temperature. So it's basically a moving thermal scanner. It can check the temperature of all the children and all the shoppers it comes across. And it's also a customer service bot. So if you're lost around the mall, you can easily ask this canine dog for directions and he will be happy to lead you for canine especially i think people mostly find him to be very cute but he's also helping out in the fight against this pandemic by assisting people rather than replacing them which is definitely a worry that many employees have had before especially with the covid19 pandemic we've seen a lot of people losing their jobs we've seen we've been seeing a lot of cuts in salaries but these dogs cannot operate without their human companions 
Canine the dog is constantly reporting back to his human companions using the 5G technology. And this is exactly why we're constantly repeating on the show that robots are here to assist people. They're not here to replace them. And I think the execution, like the robot itself, is a bit scary, but having him give out the hand sanitizer is definitely a good idea, especially to get people to warm up to him. Because K9 does have a little bit of a skeletal mechanical frame. Some might look at him and be creeped out. He actually looks a lot similar to Spot the Robot Dog that has been just very popular all over social media. So Thailand has been making the most out of this dog by having him walk around these malls. But I'm interested to hear from you. What would you feel like if you have come, if you ever come across a robot dog giving out hand sanitizer? Will you warm up to him? Will you want to actually use the sanitizer off of his back? Or will you be like, stay away from me. Don't come anywhere near me. I don't need any four-legged dog robots giving out sanitizers. Share your thoughts with me and text in at 4215 or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Lots and lots is in store on Future Talk because coming up, we're going to be talking about Instagram and Facebook. A lot of updates are coming to their applications and one of them is going to help us keep our memories alive. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Facebook, oh Facebook, the amount of memories that we tend to keep on Facebook are definitely ones that tell a life story. Either they're telling it or it tells the story of your high school memories, college moments, or simply some family memories that you want to keep forever. However, you may not want to keep them on your Facebook wall because sometimes it may feel like a memories at one part of your life, you don't want them to merge or to be stalked around in a different part of your life. I can tell you that personally because some of the Pulse95 team have been stalking me on Facebook. And, you know, we may just have not looked our best at younger years. You know, we may have had braces. We may have been in this awkward moment stage in our life where we're just not looking our very best. And this is exactly why I'm going to be telling you about a way you can go ahead and transfer all those memories into a safe place if you decided to delete all of your posts in bulk on Facebook. And to find out how you can delete all of your posts in bulk, you can actually check out that feature. Um, we talked about it a few episodes ago and you can listen to it on our podcast at, on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud under the name Future Talk 95 Shameless plug. But let me tell you about how you can go ahead and transfer all of your media, all of your photos and videos from your Facebook account to a linked Google Photos one. Now, this feature was previously only available in certain countries, but now it's also available right here in the UAE. And it's very interesting because it's very easy to use. Um, and it's available for anyone living right here in the UAE, certain parts of Africa, Asia Pacific, Latin America, and Canada. So if you're listening to us from around the world, you could also check if you have it in your own country. But here's how you can use the new data transfer tool on Facebook. Once you log into your Facebook account, go ahead and click on the down arrow at the end of the up upper menu bar. So you're going to find an option there that is, that is called settings. Once you click on settings, you'll find a tab that says your Facebook information. Go ahead and click on it and then click on transfer a copy of your photos or videos. 
Right now, you can only store the photos and videos on Google Photos. However, a Facebook spokesperson did say that in the future updates, they're going to be allowing you to go ahead and transfer all of your photos and medias to other platforms as well. Now, this initiative is actually very interesting because in one click of a button, you can go ahead and transfer all of your photos and videos that are on your Facebook account, on your wall, to your Google Photos and have them as a memory for years and years ahead. Um, What's interesting about it is that this initiative was actually a collaboration between Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and Twitter. Um, And now it's available for many people in different countries, whether we're talking US, Canada, or right here in the UAE. However, it's unclear when Facebook will add support for the different uh, platforms other than Google Photos, but I'll definitely keep you up to date whenever that happens. But let's talk about another uh, social media platform, Instagram, that has been telling its users not to go ahead and embed photos on other websites. It is exploring more ways for us to control what photos are we uploading. Um, Instagram has definitely made it very clear that people will need permission to use any embedded photos of other Instagram users on third-party websites or platforms. So that basically means if as an Instagram user, you want to go ahead and use someone's Instagram post on another website, you would need to ask that person for a copyright license or else you could be subject to a copyright lawsuit. Now, this is very interesting because in the past, users actually used to believe that embedding images was completely fine. You weren't, you know, uh, harming anyone's copyright claims. But now this is becoming all different because Instagram is actually exploring more ways to make sure that its users' privacy is being maintained. Now, for now, photographers can only stop embeds by making photographs private, which strictly limits their reach on Instagram. Um, But... That is what Instagram is trying to do to help maintain privacy. Let me know if you're willing to use uh, Facebook's new transfer tool. Do you have any photos and videos on Facebook that you are actually embarrassed of sharing? I definitely have many of them. And I've actually did consider before deleting my Facebook at some point because uh, it's just memories that I want to keep to myself, but I don't want other people to see. None of them are, you know, bad or anything. They're just a little embarrassing of young Omnia. But I want to hear from you all share your thoughts and funny moments with me slide into our dms at pulse 95 radio or text in at 4215 lots and lots is coming up on future talk i'm very excited to tell you the story of a gadget a gadget that we've all used but one that i never thought would still work after i put it in a washing machine can you guess what gadget i'm talking about Um, and i'm also going to be telling you all about a few gadgets that could help you Adapt to your new normal as you return back to your offices during the COVID-19 pandemic. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Before I tell you all about the gadgets for today's uh, segment, I want to share with you a story that I honestly, it left me shocked yesterday with mouth wide open because for all those of you who have ever used apple products we all know that they can be quite expensive and not the best when it comes to being immune to falls you know if you drop your iphone there is a very high chance that the screen might be shattered Um, and the same goes with all the rest of its products however they do run very smoothly they're all interconnected which is why we tend to purchase them quite often 
But a few months ago, I did forget my headphones in the pocket of my jacket. Came back from the gym and threw the jacket right into the washing machines. An hour and 15 minutes later, I got the jacket out only to find out that I had left my headphones in the jacket. Honestly, I, I, I completely forgot about the headphones for three months. I lost hope. I thought they would never work. Didn't even bother trying them because I honestly did not want to ruin my phone with water coming from the headphones inside my iPhone. Yesterday, though, I decided to go ahead and try and see if they work. What have I got to lose? And guess what happened? They actually worked. Both headphones worked completely fine as if they had not been in the washing machine for an hour and 15 minutes. I honestly was completely shocked. Still don't know the science around it. I know with phones, if you drop a phone in water, you go ahead and soak it in rice because that's supposed to help it function again. But with headphones, I never thought it would work, especially with how much water it was, um, it was, you know, subjected to. Um, but I want to know if that has ever happened to you. Have you ever put your headphones or any other gadgets in the washing machine and after you got it out, it still worked? Because honestly, that left me quite shocked yesterday. But moving on from crazy headphones working after being in water, well, I'm going to be telling you all about a few gadgets. <clears throat> that will help keep you safe during your working day at the office. As we all return back to our offices, going back to our normal routine days with a new normal, we're still trying to keep our hands as sanitized as possible. We're still trying to follow all the precautionary measures because the responsibility is on our shoulders at the moment. And this is exactly why tech comes in handy because there's a lot of gadgets out there on the market that could help keep you safe as you go back to your working days. One of them being a gadget that you could use if you don't wanna wear gloves. When it comes to, you know, contacting risk with many day-to-day -day tasks, one of them is opening doors, touching handrails, opening your car door. And if you don't wanna wear gloves, there is one gadget that could help come in handy to help minimize all the contact that you have with surfaces whenever you're out and about. One of them, I found is right here in the UAE called Mesca. Now Mesca is actually very unique um, because what it does is basically become an extension of your hand or your wrist. Um, it's a little tool that helps you push buttons on the elevator or any keypad. It has a handle so it helps you open doors, a very comfortable grip to hold on as well and it also has a place for it to be hung on your keychain. So it's actually very easy, very small in size but can definitely come in handy to help prevent the contact that you typically would have with surfaces on a day-to-day -day basis from pressing buttons on an ATM machine to entering a pin code whenever you're going inside your office. This tool can definitely come in handy and be very convenient whenever you're out on the go. But another gadget that I'm coming to you with today is a waterproof soft touch keyboard. Keyboards are some of the dirtiest gadgets that you could ever come across because you're constantly typing on your laptop or your work uh, computer with your hands, you know, they may not always be sanitized. And as a result, you come into contact with many germs. You can't really wash your keyboard, but if you have a soft touch keyboard that is waterproof, you definitely can. In recent weeks, many common household disinfectants have been priced at a very high cost. And cleaning your laptops, cleaning your um, keyboards can only be done with sanitization wipes 
But what if you want your keyboard to be as clean as your hands? And the cleanest way to get your hands uh, clean is by using soap and water. So cleaning your device with soap and water has become possible with these soft keyboards because they're basically uh, more or less of a little bit of a device that comes over your you put it over your keyboard and uh, it makes it easier for you to just type on your keyboard once you're done you can go ahead and wash it out with soap and water so let me know if you use any of those gadgets i'm interested to hear from you but coming up we have another show lined up the only place to be at 3 p.m with the one and only man omar adouri <laughs> How are we doing? I'm doing great. Why are you laughing? Why am I laughing? Yeah, go on. Let's tell everyone. Because the halftime show is about to start. That's not something to laugh about. Why Why are you laughing, Omnia? Tell everyone why you're laughing. You don't have to put me on the spot like that. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> well, because I somehow kept standing in his face every t- with a mask on every time he was trying to talk to the rest of the Pulse 95 team. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If anyone's going get, to get away with it, it is going to be Omnia <laughs> Salah. That's, that's for sure. But um, yeah. Uh, what's standing ahead on the halftime show? What's up ahead on the halftime show? Good point. Um, coaching in sport is one thing that a lot of people um, sometimes neglect what goes on behind the scenes. I, I recently put a post up actually mm-hmm. on my Instagram uh, speaking about that. And it was... Um, I... Uh, a lot of things happen behind the scenes which we don't know. Sometimes when you see the result, that's all you see. But there's a lot of psychology behind that. So where, what matters to you most? Getting validation from your team or getting validation from the media and the fans in the crowd? And, and having been at that stage and being fortunate enough to be in that stage, I kind of experienced both. But I wanted to get the, the, uh, the idea and the thoughts on people listening on the Halftime Show. What do they think? That's, uh, that's something I wanted to go it's into. It's definitely interesting because if anyone follows Amar Duri at Amar Duri on Instagram shameless promo um, <laughs> it's it, it's definitely interesting to see a completely different side of your character you mm. know we've always I've, all, I've only seen you as Omar the radio host yeah. but to see you as a coach and to see how your teammates are teammates I don't know what the players right teammates players yeah, yeah, yeah. are interacting with their coach is definitely interesting because it's it's something that the media might show as one way but mm. what happens behind the scenes is what matters at the end of the day so how do you deal with wins how do you deal with losses I guess that's what's coming up on the halftime show that's right very well put keep Pulse 95 locked we'll see you tomorrow same time from 2 to 3 p.m. hope you're having a great day and we'll see you tomorrow this is Pulse 95 Tune in live every weekday from 2pm.